as I always say, the regulatory affairs department is the head of the organization. And if it's doing well, then all other departments will also do well. My name is Mona Almusi. I'm the co-founder and managing director of PRA Consultancy. This is the sixth episode of Freg Voice podcast. And in this time, for the next 30 minutes, we are going to have an update on the current regulation of the medical devices with Jordanian FDA. All the details about regulation, importation, labeling, and a lot more will be discussed by Dr. Shada Al-Quran. Today, with an honor, I want to introduce our guest speaker, Dr. Shada Quran. She is the head of medical devices registration department from Jordanian FDA. And also, she is a former head of scientific advice section. Her background is the BS in pharma doc pharmacy doctor and a master degree in pharmaceutical science. She is also a member, a member of a technical community of medical device registration. Welcome, Dr. Shaza. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Thank you for the introduction, Monam. And uh, I'm happy to be here with you today in this um, podcast. Thank you. Uh, we are very happy to have you also today. Before starting and going with the technical questions, because since people start sending us also some questions, let us start first with your department in Jordanian FDA, the medical device department structure, when it starts. Can you tell us more about that department? A medical device department uh, uh, is a part of uh, medical device directorate. Mm -hmm. uh, our directorate medical device in the beginning at 2006 it was a small section at registration department and uh, drug directorate then one uh, once uh, this uh, section uh, task and job increased and expanded in the registration for medical device and cosmetics it was separated as a separate uh, directorate under the name mm -hmm. of medical device and medical equipment directorate in this directorate, we have four departments. We have medical device registration department, and also we have a cosmetics a registration department, and cosmetics importation exportation department, and a newly developed pricing department for medical device, and also we have follow-up and inspection departments. Uh, so the second question, Doctora, um, thank you for the information about the uh, medical device department and doctorate in the Jordanian FDA. The next question will be, what are the difference? As we all know, medical devices, as we all know, medical devices classification as in EU standard has a three classification. Is it the same with the Jordanian FDA or the classification is a different than EU? No, um, it's the same. We, uh, we are following uh, EU classification for class 1, class 2A, class 2B, and class 3. Knowing that class 1, it has a class 1 sterile, and it's class 1 major. <laughs> and um, all the medical devices has to be registered, or do you have an exception? Because some of the countries are now having a professional guidelines. So if the device is used by a professional or highly end professional, then it doesn't require registration. It just go under uh, classification or an index listing or something like that. What are the uh, regulation upon the same in Jordanian FDA? For Jordan FDA, we have two types of uh, medical device. A medical device that need registration before placing in the Jordanian market and medical device does not need registration 
registration before uh, placing in the Jordanian market. For registration criteria, we have um, medical device registration guidance, which is published on GFDA website. And we demonstrate the type of medical device that need registration. Um, I will uh, review some of these um, uh, criteria. Uh, first, all medical device that is presented in a pharmaceutical list form, it needs registration and analytic analysis before placing in the Jordanian market. All class 2B and class 3 medical device need to be registered before placing in the Jordanian market. And also, we have uh, Annex 7. In mm -hmm. the, our guidance, uh, in this Annex 7, uh, we um, we emphasize the um, uh, sum of material when it's presented in the, this medical device at need registration, such as uh, a menthol, a capsicum, and also uh, anything it contains, uh, silicon, hyaluronic acid, and um, a dialysis solution, uh, hypertonic, uh, isotonic saline, all of these needs to be registered in uh, GFDA before placing in the Jordanian market. Mm -hmm. Well noted. As an entity, if we say that who, which entity can register this product under the Jordanian FDA, is it allowed to have a commercial entity or they have to be a scientific office or a medical store? What kind of uh, license the the person or the entity has to uh, obtain before getting the product registered? A local manufacturer can register. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. any uh, manufacturer from outside Jordan, they have to have agent in Jordan. It could be drugstore, it could be a company, it could be an uh, a, a office, institution, anything. And a medical device uh, for drug registration, it's only drugstore. But for a medical device, any company that have a commercial registry that's covering the purpose of importation and exportation of medical device, uh, they are allowed to register their uh, um, um, their product and GFDA. They can allow the, to submit the application to GFDA. Mm -hmm. But for uh, manufacturers from outside Jordan, they have to assign have to agents have. inside mm -hmm. Jordan. Or they have to come and, and uh, um, firm their own entity. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what about the pricing of the medical devices? Um, is it priced? Is it freely priced? Some medical device is priced, and I proud to say that uh, in GFDA we are one of the um, leaders in pricing of medical device. And there's a few countries or few authorities that register or that price medical device. Uh, pricing section it was established in GFDA in 2017, mm -hmm. and uh, now in 2021, medical uh, pricing department it was activated. Mm -hmm. For uh, pricing, until now, um, uh, first I will talk about the criteria of pricing. For pricing medical device, uh, we select the medical device that have a high uh, price variability in the market. Mm -hmm. And they are needed by the patient, like cardiac catheter. We faced a problem in uh, 2017. It was the initiative for um, this section that a cardiac catheter and accessories oh. present in the Jordanian market oh. with a high variability. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's okay. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
this cardiac catheter presented in a high variable uh, cost in the Jordanian market. So we make the decision to price them and uh, set a, a, a threshold for pricing. And no one is allowed to have price higher than this price. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, till now, we price uh, eye lubricants uh, mm -hmm. and um, we price uh, cardiac catheter and its accessories. Uh, uh, before uh, two weeks, we state the guidance for peacemaker pricing. Mm -hmm. and intra-articular injection is priced. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, in COVID-19 pandemic, as we know, uh, hand sanitizer and hygiene, we, we know that there is a high gap in pricing and they take a chance to, to increase yes. price for the end customer. So we, from the starting of the beginning in March 20, mm -hmm. uh, 2020, we priced uh, hand sanitizer and mm -hmm. we priced face mask and we priced gloves for examination. Oh, well, well. Just uh, yeah, yes, to, to set the limit for the maximum price. No one is allowed to go more than this price. Just but this is a smart. Uh, this is a smart decision. So it will be uh, affordable to everyone, and people will not use the uh, demand in the market to have a higher prices. Yes, and there will be not a price manipulation, so they can uh, buy it. Yeah, buy the actual price. Mm -hmm. And for, what about the fillers? Uh, fillers till now it's not priced in okay. uh, GFDA. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, it's freely priced. Uh, Maybe in the in the you know, it may be a project, but uh, our is, uh, uh, our audience no will not like that actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it is uh, under yeah. cosmetics, and that's why I think it's not really uh, priced. Uh, you know, Mona, we in pricing, uh, we have different, yeah, we have feedback from different entities and different authorities in Jordan, like mm -hmm. Ministry of Health, uh, insurance company, and real medical service. Once we uh, get a notes from these parties that there's a high price variability, we start to think about pricing uh, mm -hmm. this um, this product. And uh, in the pricing committees, we we for each. Part, we do a pricing committee, temporary committee, to set out the rules and the guidance. And we have a different party from industry, from insurance, from Ministry of Health, from um, a private hospital, from public hospital, just to, uh, to reach a reasonable uh, process of pricing. Mm -hmm. It's a good idea, actually. And what about, um, the, is there a specific equation for pricing that you are using? Uh, Yes, generally, we, in medical price, we in medical pricing we have a problem that we cannot uh, get a pricing certificate. You know, in medication, oh. there's a regulation. You have price certificate from country of origin, median country, and also in Jordan we use uh, uh, Saudi Arabia price. Yes. And then we will choose the price according to equation, which lower price, then it will be set in the Jordanian market. For medical device pricing, it's a very, a very exhausting process. And generally, we set a an equation for that. You know, we can use the price in the invoices, in the mm -hmm. price invoice, and mm -hmm. then we add around 20% uh, for cost, and also it will be added uh, another 40% for uh, as uh, benefits. Mm. And uh, for cardiac catheter, we have uh, also we can add from five to ten percent from the invoicing price mm. for a catheter that have a therapeutic advantage, like mm. with a drug eluting uh, catheter. Uh, Sometimes we like intraarticular injection. We set a higher limit of a price. Yani we do this process, and also we have a higher limit for a price. Mm. 
Mm. So you, you will not, even if you add this process or this calculation, you have a high price and you cannot exceed the, uh, the, the maximum limit of pricing. Okay. And for um, transparency, all the prices or mm. the price list is published on GFDA website. Mm, yes, I know that as well. Yes, this, this was also a good initiative by Jordania FDA, where everyone will have an access on the prices of the product that is in the market. Yes. Yes. And uh, is there any, um, let's say, is there some of the countries that we work with in Middle East, they have a special condition importation for a hospitals. So do you have this kind of circulars or guidelines saying if the product as a medical device required uh, to a hospital use, then you can import without registration? Uh, actually, no, we no, don't. It has to that. be registered. No, they can import you know, for uh, some class of class 2A and uh, class 1, uh, not in dosage form, and uh, some of the class 2B will not implement uh, class 2B fully implemented at this time. They can import their uh, their product freely to the Jordanian market by providing us with a document. It's an easy document. We have a commercial registry and uh, uh, the certificate, CE certificate, or if not a medical device in the country of origin, they can provide us with a free sell certificate and they can get the approval for importation. So, what about, yes, please, you want to say something? We have exceptions for, if we, for some cases, as you say, for hospital. For hospital, we have some exception. If we have a medical device that is ordered for a patient, specifically by name, and this medical device needs registration and lab analysis, we can give him a permission by technical committee to import this medical device without importation or analysis for that specific patient. Patient, oh, this is what I was like, to, it's an emergency importation. Yes, it's an emergency importation. Okay, now going back to the uh, uh, part that uh, everyone has an issue with and cost effectively labeling. So what about labeling? What are the labeling requirements uh, usually required by the Jordanian FDA for the medical device registration? Yes, we have Annex 5 in our guidance for mm -hmm. uh, labeling uh, requirements. Uh, uh, you uh, at outer back or inner back, it have to be mentioned the product name, uh, active ingredient if it present and its concentration, uh, dosage form or uh, the um, uh, back size, and batch number, uh, expiry date, country of origin, and we face this problem for the product which is cosmetics in their country of origin. Mm -hmm. uh, they they will they cannot the country of origin are not mentioned on that product. Mm -hmm. uh, also, a manufacturing company and or uh, MAH, a storage condition, and if the product is uh, sterilized, the sterilization process have to be mentioned according to the ISO uh, approved samples. And uh, indication for use, if there is no uh, uh, IFU in this product, only a label on it. And if this product have CE mark, CE mark should be, stay, uh, should be in the label. And if it's CE mark with notified body, notified body should be a, a number should be uh, stated and should be appear in that label. And any update of this notified body number, they should, should do be update the variation. Yeah, and and the Arabic is mandatory for the outer and inner pack or no? No, it's Arabic or English. So Arabic, Arabic is still not a mandatory in your uh, regulation. Uh, no. 
لا Arabic or English it could be. We cannot make it mandatory because as you know our Jordanian market is a small market and mostly these big uh, backsides are shared. Mm. So if we, uh, if, if, uh, I mean, if there is a country from uh, Europe, we cannot uh, make them or mandate them to uh, put an Arabic trans uh, uh, translation on their uh, Sometimes they will say, no, it's a small market. I don't need to distribute my product there. So we, we try to do a balance between the availability of the product and the regulation we set. From a personal point of view. Uh, of course, every authority have their input on that. But from personal uh, interview, since he is going to a Middle East market, he have to add the Arabic as per my personal uh, input. He have to put the Arabic, but he will have then the APAC, which costs effective for the whole region. And he will put Jordan with the UAE, with yeah. Saudi, with Egypt, yeah. maybe. It makes a difference because even when we are in Arab countries and we have a manufacturer and when we want to go for a very small country in Europe, like Spain, or that, they, yes. they, they ask for their country of origin. I am with having Arabic on the label. Yes, but do, do you know when sometimes Arabic is not in the outer back, but mm. in, uh, in the leaflet. view, yes, mm. it's presented. Yeah, they, uh. yani now, currently, all mm. of the manufacturers, or most of the manufacturers, as I see, they tend to translate their uh, uh, IFU to around 10 languages, not only yes. Arabic. They start yes. to submit it. It's uh, a smart uh, way of, um, of having uh, a market access easier as well. Yes. But I have to mention that if there is a, 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 if we have a, a highly a, a critical product and it's only in the outer back and it's used by the end user, sometimes we uh, we ask them to uh, give them an educational material for the patient in Arabic language. Mm. Mm. I agree. I will flat like Doctor Had because we at the end of the day a lot of people still. Arab English is a very popular language, but still, we at the end of the day, we are an Arab country. I guess we have to have this power sometime. <laughs> yes, inshallah. <laughs> okay. And um, now, in GFDA, I want to highlight about something. Hmm. In uh, drug, we started uh, to submit an uh, a, a electronic leaflet. Electronic hmm. leaflet that you scan, and the leaflet not just only written, it's a video, telling video. Hmm. I think, yani, if it's... Illustration. Uh, Yes, and if it's implemented, fully implemented in um, drug registration, I think we can have this experience in medical device. As you see, some, yani, as we know, some patients, they cannot read, they cannot know just what they have to, just to make their phone camera on the QR code. And video will appear to them explain about the medication in Arabic language. It's very smart, especially for products uh, which is uh, highly recommended to know how to use it. Yes, I agree. Uh, so this was about the labeling. Uh, did the Jordanian FDA apply the GTN labeling uh, and serialization for the medical devices or not yet? Uh, not yet, but we are planning uh, to do this uh, soon as uh, GFDA start uh, to adopt the track uh, and trace uh, software and programs. Uh, 
we are starting uh, to adopt this for all uh, medication, uh, food, and uh, medical device and cosmetics, and it will be started gradually. Uh, gradually. So we have to start adopt this, uh, especially in the new regulation that we are working on it and for medical device to cope with this trust, uh, tra track and trace uh, software. Very good. Um, what about uh, doctoral contact lenses? Is it under medical devices as well? Yes, it is uh, under medical device. It's a class one sterile. There is no need for registration. They can mm -hmm. import them, but providing us with um, administrative document in addition to a CE, a mm -hmm. CE with a notified number and a sterilization certificate for every batch uh, imported in the uh, invoice. Okay. And for the medical, you have mentioned earlier um, in different uh, question, the medical devices with class 2 and class 3 need a specify or specific testing and stability study. Can we go back and tell us more about that? What kind of stability studies or uh, analysis required for class 2 and class 3? Okay. Hello. For, uh, for class 2 and class 3 and also for uh, uh, medical device, it has a dosage form or a pharmaceutical uh, ingredient in their uh, uh, product. They have to provide us with uh, finished product specification, a method of analysis, and the stability testing. Mm -hmm. uh, as we know, stability testing just it's required for one batch. Uh, long term or accelerated for six months, then we will get they will gain uh, two years uh, shelf life. Um, stability testing. The aim of this testing is to make sure that this product is stable uh, or during its shelf life and provide its uh, uh, its uh, um, uh, effect, beneficial effect, and uh, uh, we cannot say uh, any efficacy performance. The performance. For uh, filler, I think you have um, you have concern about uh, filler mainly. Mm, yes. Uh, for filler, yes, filler is um, uh, it's classified as a class three medical device. It needs registration, and even a filler, it's um, classified its country of origin as uh, cosmetics. Mm. In Jordan, we consider it as a medical device. The difference between a, a classification and country of origin that is. If it's filler, if this one product, it's a medical device in their country of origin, so will they have a CA certificate and provide uh -huh. us with it. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, if it's cosmetics, they have to provide us with the free sale certificate mm -hmm. stating the product name and the manufacturing site name and address. And good manufacturing practice certificate for the manufacturing site. Mm -hmm. Also, we can accept the ISO, ISO for uh, manufacturing site cosmetics. Uh, what about Dutura, the vigilance and pharmacovigilance for medical devices? Are you implementing it? Do you have any insight it will be implemented soon? Uh, um, um, actually, it should be implemented from, uh, we have a regulation for uh, vigilance, but uh, not published yet, although as mentioned in our currently working, as our guidance that we are currently working on it. For vigilance, I think we need to, to work more. Yani they, they have an, a link on our website to report their side effect with a drug. Yani we have a side effect effect reporting link for medication and for medical device. Mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, newly developed um, a follow-up 
uh, department. I think the presence of this department will emphasize and will uh, highlight on this uh, part of vigilance mm -hmm. and uh, for the um, for the requirement for registration or for the guidance that we are currently working on it that will be published within six to eight months, we focus on this point. Uh, vigilance reporting, uh, risk management plan, PSUR, all these we focus on it. And uh, we are doing our best now by if there is an international recall for something, we are tracing the product and trying to know if this product enter Jordan or, or not. We are producing a circular about that product. But I think um, we need to more, more uh, work more on this part. Okay. Uh, good luck. And uh, our last question in the interview, and then we will start having questions from people who's attending us today, is about the importation of the product. If we can please brief us about the importation requirements or steps ahead, how uh, usually it's happening. In NGFDA, you can have a pre-importation approval. Mm. You can provide us with a needed requirement that is stated clearly in our regulation. It is a commercial registry for the importer and a CE certificates, original or notarized copy, two copy of invoices, and for the product that need uh, analysis. Sometimes uh, there's a medical device that's not registered, but need uh, analysis by lab testing, like uh, gauze, uh, like uh, surgical gloves, like uh, syringe. Mm. This product, uh, like uh, condom, rubber mm. condom, these products are not registered, but they have to be uh, analyzed. Mm at each importation. Uh, you can submit your uh, invoice by electronic system, electronically, mm -hmm. and you get the approval or the deficiencies on this uh, uh, invoice, also catalog, uh, so it should be uh, yani uploaded. As a, as a first import permit, uh, like our, our initial import permit. Uh, at each importation. Ah, tamam. Okay. Yes, approval at each importation. You uh, you get approval at each importation. Uh, they are allowed to uh, get pre-approval, and you can approve, uh, submit yeah. the present of the uh, medical device in the Jordanian market before importation or the arrival. It's not mandatory. Mm. They can uh, provide us with a document, and they get approval for importation, and they can import smoothly by the approval they have, electronic approval. Mm -hmm. At each importation, they will do this step, importation approval. Okay. So each time they want to import, they have to get the samples and get analysis as well, so? uh, Not for all medical device. We have medical device that does not need uh, analysis, such as, uh, and does not need analysis or, um, or registration, such as thermometer, pregnancy test. Uh, it doesn't um, need analysis. So. Yes, contact lens doesn't need analysis. Um, uh, blood pressure measuring uh, uh, devices does not need analysis. Analysis is only limited for the product that needs analysis. And for transparency, we are uh, publishing a circulate from uh, 20, uh, 2019 on our website. Uh, stating that uh, this product needs to be analyzed uh, at each at importation, importation or at registration, yes. Good. And they, they know their product, they know that they have to analyze. Analyze. Yes, yes. Yeah, usually they know. Okay. Um, 
let us have the questions from the attendees today. Muna Adel says hi. Hi, Muna. Hi, Muna. Uh, um, do you have an update on class three submissions under family or system? Yes, Is the fees yes. the same or no? Yes, I would like to give you this happy news as uh, it takes a long time to submit. Uh, officially and finally, we submit a family and system a payment process uh, before two days. Very it's good. Approval. So we it's are announcing now. <laughs> yes, we are announcing now that they can submit their uh, uh, family and system. And uh, soon, inshallah, once we do the uh, Lil Irshadi for uh, uh, the family and system, mm. uh, yes, it will take uh, just one to two weeks uh, to publish it on our website. And uh, they can, uh, from the beginning of this year, they can uh, register and submit as the new fees. The fees for system and family is 700 JD. And the normal file, I did not ask this question earlier. Uh, uh, the normal file, 100 uh, JD for uh, per product. Uh, if they need a stability, 100 for stability, 25 JD is uh, for lab analysis, and any additional back size, they have to pay uh, uh, 50. Uh, JD. This is the issue with system and family. As you know, system and family, they have uh, uh, different sizes and different uh, uh, back size. So if we submit the regular pathway, which is 50 JDs for each back size, I think they will, will pay a lot of money just to register uh, like cardiac catheter, you know, it comes in a different size. A lot, if they yes. pay, it will not be a cost effective. So uh, when they, in the beginning, uh, when they um, give this idea about family and system payment it just for uh, the for cost effectiveness where they can provide their product as all all the all the medical devices can be family under a family application or a certain uh, yani, as you said the catheter or the instrument of the surgical what about for example if we say the hyaluronic acid registration like skus it will be different they cannot go under families huh? Uh, no, Mona, uh, if uh, they have uh, the same concentration and, uh, you know, a grouping for medical devices is an international guidance, Yani, hmm. anyone that fit with the definition of family and system, they can submit okay. their product, you know. Hmm. But hmm. for hyaluronic acids, I think as a company, if I have two back size, I will pay 100 JD instead of it as a system. And uh, soon, inshallah, within two weeks, I know uh, Mona Adel is uh, looking for that. <laughs> In two weeks, we will publish that uh, officially. Yes. And we will publish uh, 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 the criteria for system and family to be clear for us and for the uh, companies. Uh, someone is asking about enforcement data for class 3 and class 2b. Can you clarify more? I did not get the question. Did you get it, Doctora? Enforcement data? Oh, we are welcome, Mona. Enforcement data about what? I think I they are asking about... About the grouping. Grouping or uh, efficacy and uh, safety data. Maybe. Um, I, I will ask uh, uh, in the both uh, way. Okay. Yeah. For the safety and efficacy data, till now, for the current regulation, there is no specific safety or efficacy data are asked for class 3. Hmm. Just uh, like other uh, medical device. And no, it's, I know it's a, a gap in 
this uh, regulation and we are working on this regulation, but I cannot tell what is the exact update until it's had approval from the higher committee. Mm -hmm. And for a grouping of the class three, yes, if, uh, according to definition for system and family, family, they have to have the same name or the same owner from uh, the same manufacturing process and the intended use and the same classification. Uh, a variation is uh, permitted in um, acceptable limit. They can be uh, classified as a family. For a system, it could be uh, two or more devices that are have to be used together as a system. And it is stated either on this device as a name packages in one package. Uh, and if it's not in one package, it will be stated in the leaflet for each device that this device is used specifically for that system. Mm. So one, two, three device will be registered as a one system. Hmm. And a document for each system and the device should be submitted. And they will have one fees, but the technical document should be submitted for all. Hmm. I think this is uh, an advanced uh, thing. Um, people should take the advantage now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. I think we have one last question. Deadline to register class 3 and class 2B. How much time it takes? How much time? It depends on the lab analysis. Uh, usually, it takes from uh, before COVID-19 pandemic as regulations, mm. as stated in regulation, it is 45 days. Once you submit your uh, application, it will be studied within 45 days. And if you have an, a deficiency letter, you have to answer this deficiency letter. Once you answer quickly on this deficiency letter, it will be registered uh, faster. For uh, medical device that need registry, that need analysis, we start to uh, we start to study it within forty five days after uh, the lab result uh, uh, release. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they take a long time at uh, this step, which is lab analysis for uh, method of analysis and lab testing and this process, sometimes it's take time, but it's prevent, uh, depend on the uh, preparedness of the company as they are prepared and their method of they analysis. They have a documents. Mm. Yes, will um, it's validated and precise and accurate. I think they will pass lab testing quickly. And how frequent is the committee held for the registration? Uh, weekly. Weekly. It's a weekly basis, and now we are thinking of make it uh, instead of four time at month, six time, just to accelerate the process. That's a very good. I always say Jordanian FDA has the lead on everything, Saraha, and I loved what they do. Um, we'll, another question: Till when uh, we will be able to import class two without registration? Class two B. Class two B. I think it, it has uh, to be registered. No? Uh, 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 yes. Well, I know why they're asking this question. Yes. Uh, once the system and family uh, uh, financial issue uh, mm -hmm. rise to the top and it's not uh, uh, not approved uh, properly by the, in our uh, financial guidance, uh, GFDA provide a grace period for class 2B and class 2B mainly. Mm for registration but uh, for for all file that's submitted as a system or family they submit the document and does not uh, for, yani, complete the payment until the payment process is uh, clear 
so once you are submitted your document you can import and export to jordanian fda and uh, we will uh, we will announce we will announce soon why when you have to, uh, to register the class to be inshallah okay. at the beginning Insha of Allah. this year uh, the, the other question says uh, the condom of medical devices without a CE mark can can it be registered or it doesn't require registration and no need for a free cell certificate I don't say a condom without CE mark mm. condom is classified according to the new regulation as a class 2 or 2A or more so yeah, there is it no has to have a CE mark. mark. So yeah, if it is no CE mark. mark, it will not be uh, registered assassin or imported. Yes. Yeah. CE mark with a notified number. I, I We have a case that uh, the company uh, updates their uh, outer pack. We hmm. note that their CE have no number on the outer pack. So we, we stop them. Uh, why? The, why there is uh, no notified uh, body number? Uh, so their answer was um, it was down classified. Hmm. They stopped the renewal of the CE mark. This was, I think because of the new regulation of EU, some of the companies are not getting a renewed of their CE mark. So uh, in that they, case, hmm. this even is what if they the, stop the renewal, uh, the currently working CE mark according to the NDD, it's uh, uh, which is valid until. 2024 mm -hmm. uh, each uh, CE mark we uh, until this point we are not a uh, obligate or we are not forcing the authority to provide a CE mark under uh, MDR mm -hmm. any valid CE under MDD it's acceptable it's acceptable mm -hmm. I but think in their case expired, it was expired already and they cannot renew so it's not valid anymore and you yes. cannot go to yes um, an expired CE is not accepted and we face this problem actually with the product that are already submitted for registration mm -hmm. and during the registration process the CE certificate was expired Mm. And they could not renew it, so we cannot proceed the registration process. Of course, we are. We also only we ask about in GFDA just the requirement is CE certificate. It's the only certificate that we are asked for. Mm. It, no, it shows it shows that the product up to a, a certain standard that you can approve to import and market access, which is yeah. very important. Any other questions? Um, I think we are done.